Welcome to What Do You Do Again? The podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Ernest. I'm the other host, Roger Romero. And today we don't have any interviews. We're just going to be chatting about stuff we've been chatting about. Yeah. Coming back to our grassroots of this podcast. Right. <laughs> Us, like, snowballing into each other. <laughs> I, um, because I did a podcast interview earlier today. Um, with these guys called Rawness of Reality. Uh, shout out to Kevin. Great conversation. Um, I realized, or I was telling the story of how we came to have a podcast at all. How and you and I did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's basically, like, from what I remember, it was just me getting off work, going over to your house to, like, smoke a cigarette. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just... And just talk. Yeah. And then at some point, either... And I'm pretty sure I was the one who was like, hey, we should, like, record Yeah, what we talk I think about. you had mentioned podcasts, and I was like, blah, 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 whatever. And yeah, then you, we kept talking about it. everyone should be like it. that about, like, you know, whatever. Like, everyone could have a podcast. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, everybody can't have a podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. So we also started, what? Uh, we just said 14 months ago, 15 yeah, months ago. Yeah, something around 14 or 15 like months I'm ago. like I'm describing a child. But we're it's at ep- 15-month-old baby. It's a, I mean, <laughs> kind of. It has been our side, side, side baby. Right. <laughs> our side, side, side baby. Um, so thank you to everybody who's kept up so far, even if you've only listened to a handful of episodes. We really appreciate it. Um, I'm excited that we've continued to do this and build on the conversation and we get to talk to so many awesome people. Yeah, I'm so happy that just like you're saying, Jamie, we got we get the opportunity to chat with people who um, bring new light to sort of like the creative struggle that either we can relate to on a personal level or it's just you know, something stuff. we learn about that's yeah. new to us. I, I mean, my favorite moment and usually it happens at least once per interview is the moment where I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that happens in every interview, too. It's great. Yeah. So that's what we're going for in this. At least that's what I'm going for is those, oh, oh totally. my God, I have no, I, I had no idea. Like, I'm sure someone else in our listenership or I'm, so, I'm sure someone else that just works in a creative field would benefit from knowing mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if this, is this podcast going to come out before May 6th? Today's the first. Uh, but, but oh, wait. No. When is... Oh, wait. Okay, no. No, well, it'll anyways, come out after. Keep, in tu- keep tuned. Stay tuned. That's yeah, right. that one. Stay tuned for the episode after this where we will be releasing a live show that was recorded at Artist Image Resource on the north side with a special curator and artist from New York, Jen Hitchings. Should be a good time. We're going to have some audience participation. It's our first time, like, kind of getting paid to do this. Well, it's more, I, we're not quite getting We're paid. getting paid, like, a very, we're going to get drinks after. Oh, sick. <laughs> That's, like, what we're using our pay. Oh, no for. way. I had no idea. What? I just assumed. Oh, I have, hold up. Jamie, we have to talk I about I meant this you later. and I we with our little pay. Yeah. Really? I thought that was just, like, a budget to, like, use stuff. Yeah, we get what's left over from the budget. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, well, thank you, Madeline. Didn't realize that was a thing. Wait, I'm um, pretty sure that's a thing. Now I'm, like, questioning it. All right. Well, thank you, Madeline. We're going to be asking you real soon. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, very excited um, yeah, to engage the public. We're going to be doing this live. This is crazy. Like, Yeah, people are going to see how silly we look behind these microphones. <laughs> like how we actually are. I mean... <laughs> To be honest, I don't edit much, so you're getting most of what we are anyway. Yeah. But 
it's going to be different when there's a live audience. Like, yeah, it's going to be great. Hopefully, we can make them laugh. I'm going to try to make them laugh. I'm we'll going to like we probably are we funny? I think I'm. I think I'm charming, which makes me kind of funny. <laughs> Jamie, I think you're actually genuinely funny, but... Eh, I have <laughs> moments. Um, yeah. <laughs> you also have good delivery, but I mean, I'm not a comedian. We should get a comedian to do this at some point. Oh, my God. Why have we not? Because I feel like... Do I know any comedians? I tangentially hey. know a comedian, but... Hey, if you're a comedian that listens to this, or you know somebody locally who's a comedian in Pittsburgh... Hit us up. I want to hear all about that lifestyle. Yeah, that sounds that like a hustle. fun combo. Because I I personally love comedy. I love stand-up. Grew up on SNL. Still watch SNL, you know, baseline of comedy. Yeah. But I'm always watching comedy specials all the time. And uh, I'm a big fan of comedy. And I also, like, I understand that the lifestyle is probably similar to musicians because of the same kind of like bar clubs yeah, yeah. and like open mics like I, I actually like listen that. to a lot of comedians podcasts and them Just talking about you know growing up in the hustle and um living in a car or whatever you know yeah. like how it's very similar so yeah comedian would be great to have on the show that's a wonderful idea all right so this episode was supposed to be about something right um, yeah we're getting to that i hope we haven't bored you yet so yeah <laughs> <laughs> um roger and i were talking the other day and uh Roger, you had a moment recently where you kind of felt, quote unquote, Pittsburgh famous. You know, take that with a grain of salt, right? Yeah, that phrase on its own, and I I was the one who said it, so that's like the quotes are me, was (laughs) like bothers me. (laughs) Just the thought of like, it's not quite the same as like, it's just there's a certain amount of buzz that I've been, you know, actually actively trying to create around uh, the new music that I'm releasing on June 1st is Feral Cat. A whole new album. Whole new record, six tracks. Super, 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 super excited. It's the first time I'm releasing music that's entirely written by me. But I had released a video for one of my songs, a, a music video of sorts. I say of sorts because the original intention wasn't music video, but it turned into one because I just added it's a song. Wonderful. We'll promote it later, but continue (laughs) with your story so we don't get on a side date. Okay, Um, but people have been asking, or I was at an event, I was at a music festival this past weekend, and I was like bombarded with people talking to me, A, about the video, and just B, about their excitement over the new stuff that I'm doing and, and everything else, and... I keep doing this thing where I'm referencing back to the word that I wanted to highlight because I said bombarded um, (laughs) because I felt like I was being almost like attacked by people. I was trying to like hang out with my friends and it's not, it wasn't like that. It was, that's all up in my head. It wasn't like truly like that, but. But it it felt like that because you haven't experienced something like that. And normally when you're performing at these events, you really are just hanging out with your other fellow musician friends enjoying the view yeah and i've spoken about this before somewhere else but like i when i am at a show or something like one of my arms is glued to a bar and the other one is like looking Mm -hmm. at the performance because Mm -hmm. i just personally i don't like to or i don't always want to just be out there i like to sit back and be alone and and do my own thing and watch 
and watch and enjoy without having to network the whole time. Mm-hmm. But uh, at this particular event, it was really, really hard for me to find a place to hide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, I, mean, I mean, it was outdoors. open. Yeah, it was yeah. an outdoor festival. It's the Wilkins Block Party. And I, I just like I feel snooty thinking about this. I feel a, a certain amount of like, wow, it's egotistical. But I was just like, I'm spending so much time speaking to so many people and I felt like it was taking away from certain moments. I, I, I don't want to attack this negatively. Right, right. I but I want to I want to like address how speaking with these people like it, it felt. Um, I don't want to say this phrase. It felt uh, every word I'm thinking of is very negative. Um, <laughs> and I don't want it to come across. It's there's no content really yeah. when people are talking to you for a minute and a half being like, Oh my God, I love your video. Oh my God, this is great. Who did the video? You know, when's the album? Co-? Like all this stuff that you mm-hmm. already know. So it's, it's not even a conversation. It is just taking up time. Yes. It's taking up time, but it's also important promotionally. It's also important to engage with the people who truly do enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Like all of these things factor into my thought process. I guess it was just because it was like so much at once and like it was it felt inescapable mm-hmm. after a while that I just had to like go run off by myself and, and yeah. try not to talk to people. But um, yeah, so I, I guess this episode's kind of about how to handle situations uh, that you might find yourself in with admirers. Yeah. With the, which is not bad. It's great. No. And like everybody loves the love and support. And the fact that we can talk about the idea of, of having admirers is like insane, insane, you know, because <laughs> yeah. like at, at this point in time, still feel like a, an emerging artist, you know, we both definitely are still emerging. Yeah. Artists. Like as far as the categories of but it there's go, there's like a little tiny bit of clout with mm-hmm. both of our names. Yeah. It just happens. I mean, it, yeah, it just happens, and it's supposed to happen. Um, you're supposed to have people who enjoy your work, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and if they're public about it, even better, because then more people can latch right. on, and that's actually how you develop fans. Right. But um, I, I guess it's always just, like, it's new territory for me, because I've never really considered, or I hadn't for a long time considered myself an artist. And so, Jamie, you probably have a lot more experience with, like, just talking to people who admire your work um, and approach you about admiring your work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's, you know, incredibly nice. Um, you know, growing up in the South, the way you take a compliment is you nod and you smile, and then you compliment them back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not even really, like, taking that compliment. Um, it's kind of, like, deflecting it towards them. Uh, which like, I, t- I totally appreciate I do that too yeah yeah no like seriously even if like the compliment you reply with is like kind of basic yeah um, <laughs> it's like oh but I also love your shoes yeah right like I love your dress oh my god uh, I'm not gonna give away my basic compliments because then you guys will know my when I'm, I'm basic compliments yeah this is too much intimacy <laughs> um, too much intel <laughs> yeah. for our listeners of my life so uh, where was I um, good lord geez it was about Oh, dealing yeah. or handling. So I really appreciate all these comments, but it's, um, it, I mean, they mainly, they don't happen when I just like go out really. Yeah. It's more like when I'm having a show and 
I'm supposed to be there and people are supposed to come up and talk to me and they came there to talk to me and see my work. Uh, but it, it can be insanely overwhelming. And um, I often find myself trying to escape from it. Yeah. But that also is maybe because I'm uh, a little bit of an introvert. I definitely seem like an extrovert, but I totally get insanely drained by hanging out with people and I can only recharge by being by myself um, or like with people I'm insane, like really comfortable with. So I often find myself behind the gallery hanging out outside in the dark with people <laughs> just to get away. Um, like with my friends that smoke cigarettes and um, you know, just, just, and I even had an opening where I spent Let's see. The opening was like three hours. I probably spent two and a half of it outside because I just did not want to. I was not feeling it that day. Was I at that opening? It was it was at Gallery One. It's um, a group show. Maybe not. That's not the one with the garage door, was it? Yeah. That yeah. is the one? That, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah, I was, I was outside the whole time. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> that was the one where someone yelled at you to come back inside? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, the other thing about people who admire your work is they probably also make work as well, which is yeah. great. And I'm all for supporting artists and creative people who have an output. Uh, but it's always tricky territory for me when there's somebody who I know admires my work um, and I admire their work ethic, uh, but I don't, uh, I don't really like their work. Yeah, don't I think that they're that good. I think that's uh, a tough territory because you want to be accepting and you want to and supportive and you want to be supportive because you also truthfully you want you want what you want to receive. You know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you, you want this to be a cycle of like I give and as artists, technically, it's a lot of give. It's supposed to be. And then like, you know, apparently receive, which is just like to be able to grow and, and continue doing whatever you're doing. But like. Sometimes, yeah, I respect someone's hustle more than yeah, I actually like respect, I respect their work. Yeah, the, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes the hustle can be too much and you're like, wow, you're trying way too hard all the time and your work just is not that, not that good. I'm trying to figure out what the, like, because there's always going to be these, like, I, I just feel bad for someone who tries too hard. You know? I end up feeling a little bad too. But the thing is with art, because that's there's overwhelming like no to everyone. Rules, so somebody's always going to like something, you know? Yeah. But yeah. So like you can't, me saying somebody's work is bad might not be the general opinion and nor should it be. Um, but you also, you but, have a you standard know. that you created for yourself. Yeah, you totally. Know? And I have a standard that I hold other people to as well. Exactly. Uh, if I'm going to have them in like my respect circle. And I and I have the same thing. That sounds really fucked up. Right? Like, oh I, this is such a, like, a, a reconciliatory episode. Everybody's going to listen to this episode and just be like, just, like God, think that we're like Jamie. Assholes. I'm writing her off. <laughs> She's dead to me. But, like, in reality, it is something that we grapple with because there is time and energy that you still have to spend talking to people whose work you may not admire yeah like i want to support them and i want to support their love of creating like if if somebody who definitely you know talks to me at every opening or whatever and um even if it's my opening or not like they see me and they're always talking to me uh being like you know um oh i'd love to have you out for a studio visit and in my mind i'm like oh my god i 
this could be the perfect time to tell you what I really think about your work in a constructive way. It also means spending time. But it's also, but it's not that I don't want to help them. It's just that I, well, personally, I'm very bad at giving criticism and sugarcoating it. And Mm -hmm. sometimes a lot of times these particular people I don't think could take like my real criticism. Okay. They might think I was really mean. Yeah. Um, because I'm very bad at communicating in a nice way about I my opinions. Say, so being able to communicate in a nice way about your opinions just sounds like you're not giving the true criticism. Like you are, but it sounds honestly like you give real, no, it's very honest. real thoughts. I say what I immediately think. I love to do that for the people that, or it's very easy for me to do that with the people that I work with often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's very hard for me to want to do that with someone who's essentially a stranger to me. Me too. It's so hard because I don't, I don't, I don't want to. We talked about this in the in the critique episode, and I remember being like, "Why is everybody afraid to hurt each other's feelings? I don't get it." And like, I I do get it. Um, I'm not afraid to hurt people's feelings that I actually would want to give criticism to, I guess. Yeah, because you actually want them to to. grow. So so it means like sometimes tough love. But then again, I don't want it to sound like these individuals whose art I don't really admire. I don't want them to grow. I don't want it to sound like that because I would love for them to grow. But it's a a hard, tricky territory to like understand how to navigate. It's like walking on like quicksand (laughs) or something. I've like because of making this new album, I've also tried to put myself in positions where I can network with someone who I respect and admire. Mm-hmm. And it feels weird because I don't want to do that to them. I, I know they're you, busy. You like, don't want to impose. I don't want to impose. So like I've been on the other side of the coin, too. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, my God, I've been that person being like, hey, uh, you had a show here. Can you give me the contact info? Yeah. I've done that so many times especially when they're doing something that you think is cool yeah and so i've i've been that person and the thing is i've always wanted the constructive criticism but it it sounds so bad and i don't i I just don't know how to navigate it with somebody's work that i'm just not into you know it's god it's just such a hard gray area because it makes you sound like you don't want to help anybody succeed as an artist and that's not it i've found that the more i see the person whose work i don't like the more i just like them as a person hopefully like yes i yes that's actually true and i really dig that because now i can create a different relationship with you that's not solely based on us being artists Mm -hmm. you know then it's like, That's oh, actually you're a, a very cool good person, point. and like I can just hang out with you, and I can give you your your daps when you make something new and when you make something original. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be the one. I'm not your fan, so yeah, I'm not. And like we don't have that kind of relate, or maybe we don't. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't develop the kind of relationship where we actually support each other, um, like by being at each other's shows or like talking about each other on social media or whatever. But I don't know. I I like doing that, or I like when relationships build like that mm-hmm. because that way I I remove myself from that judgmental side of me. Yeah, you know? I I definitely have gotten to like people whose work I don't really like, 
Um, but that I feel like it's a little harder for me. But my my thing is, I guess I just it's hard for me sometimes to separate the work from the person yeah. unless I really get to know somebody, which is probably only a handful of people whose work I don't really like, but I love them as a person. Whereas there's, you know, handfuls, you know, <laughs> armfuls of other people whose work I don't like. But the thing is, I I feel like in that situation, I don't have the capability to be able to help them in realizing the ways that maybe they sh- could push their work or could grow or so get better. Do you, not, do you feel like you wouldn't have enough criticism or enough? No, to- I feel, I just feel like I would not, it would not go over well. Okay. Um, Like, I feel like they would not like me <laughs> because I, like I said, I'm very honest and I say immediately what I think. Should we which- be afraid of these people not liking us? You know, like, just because we don't like their work, like wouldn't technically that be a load off of your shoulders if you didn't have to spend the time and energy? Well, to, the thing is, I like still want, I still support you? them in pursuing creative endeavors because it's something too. I completely respect, but it's, it's hard to continue to want to support someone who doesn't like you. Well, it's, I'm not saying that they're going to start shit talking you on Twitter but like, I don't even have Twitter. I don't give a fuck about Twitter. Whatever, like, you know what I mean. I like, know, I know. That doesn't just because they don't like you, right? I, mean, I just be, feel like I don't have the capability to navigate that correctly. But what I, what I, I either, do, so. what I do do is like when people ask me for contact info or if I know of any galleries that might show their work, I always give them contacts because then in a way. Well, A, I'm all for sharing resources and networks like a thousand percent mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. Uh, like that's just going to be how we all succeed. So when I do that, it's like I, I give them all these options, which is awesome. And I feel good about that. But then at the same time, it's like they're not asking me like, is my work good enough for this gallery? Now it's up to the gallery to decide. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You Someone know, it's not on me. <laughs> Um, and I am wanting to and support them. And isn't it them. their literal job to judge art? Yeah, yeah. So. And pick what they show. So I've, I think I've spoken about this before, but like the relationship of peer to peer versus the relationship of like mentor to peer. You know, if we're both working, we're both hustling, and you're asking me for resources. If I, if they're simple and like you know easy for me to provide, just like you are saying, like it's oh, just yeah. like contacts or like access to something yeah, oh yeah of course. Like, like i always like um pat bruner shout out to uh bankrupt bodega what's up pat I'll we know soon. that you listen thank you for being <laughs> a listener you're great um he reached out to me about different places that might do a pop-up or something and I, oh, yeah. I was like i need to think about it for a little bit so i can you know actually come up with a list and not send him sporadic texts yeah. uh, which i actually think i ended up doing sorry oh, pat oops. uh just you know when they came to mind and he ended up getting, you know, a show out of it uh, and like a, a pop up thing that he's got going on. So, yeah, I, I'm super proud of him. Nice job, Pat. Yeah, you're doing great. Yeah. Check out his Instagram at Bankrupt Bodega. Um, <laughs> I, love, love, I mean, I love shouting out friends. If we I, can. I just, love. We just forget yeah. to. <laughs> I feel like I do it sometimes. No, we do. I mean, there's just a lot of people that I would just like oh, always yeah. talk about, you know. Yeah. But, I, you know, love, love um, lifting each other up. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I love to give those resources and, you know, why not? 
we also just like chatted about how we love uplifting other artists. I know, and, and then, then here we are, like oh. talking about how we also like have a need to not. I mean, the thing is, as it's not artists, like having, you have not to have a, a standard, you know. Yeah, but it's not having a need to help people. It's like it's not knowing how to navigate the complicated, like faceted relationship and feelings that you have with somebody whose work you don't like. And I just, I'm imagining those few people, those few artists, they're either older or just like grew up not giving a fuck, who just are able to be like, nah, you suck, I'm moving on. But the thing is, when you hear of people like that, you think arrogance. You think they're cocky. You think, like, they better, basically, if they're going to talk shit, they got to back it up. But at the end of it, they're just like, some of them may be, like, wrong in giving their opinions the way they do. But they're still, like, I'm sure if they had, like, a bunch of praise to give, they'd also give some praise. But there's also some people who just, like, I've been in conversations where someone's criticizing someone else and it's very clearly out of insecurity. Yeah. Oh, than, yeah. Everybody's you know. been in that situation. And that kind of sucks. Like, well, I feel like we're at an age, we're adults geez. for the most part, oh, yeah. that when people do that, no matter how old they are, most everybody with a with a sense of time and place is going to catch on that that's the deal. Like, they're it's coming out of insecurity. Um, and I that mean, only you like, makes you feel so. sorry. For Not everyone's going to be like... People are mostly aware, right? Of like, you know, I don't know, reading other people. <laughs> Maybe we just know a lot I'm of such good communicators. An introvert. <laughs> 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 or what's the word? Um, intuitive or whatever. Uh, the other part of it. Yeah. By the way, I mean, I'm sure so many artists, even especially a lot of listeners to this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, feel that like introversion and still having to like be out there. It is like the classic Ooh. dichotomy, you That's know. This whole episode on its own, man. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll do an episode on that. Oh god, so fucking draining. Yeah. Um, it's so much. Anyway, uh But yeah. well, I mean it ties in in a, its own way because when people approach you and it's energy you're giving and if like going back to my block party example where I'm just chat 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 and it's not that i didn't want to talk to all these people a couple of them i was just oh and this is the worst of it where i just don't remember who they are and then, <laughs> oh my god i haven't even i've stopped worrying about that because i'm very bad at names i mean but it's like with a very clear indication that they maybe some of these folks actually don't know me and just like think they know me because of the internet but at the end of the day, if you're that approaching me, that definitely happens. That happens. I was just telling you about, you know, that happens. I was yeah, just yeah, telling yeah, you yeah. an instance yeah, about right that. Right before this. Yeah. But getting and just having to talk that much basically was just very draining. Mm-hmm. And um, even sometimes being with my friends is draining too, to the point where I'm just like, I'm going to walk. You know what? Standing in line for drinks or like waiting for drinks is kind of a moment my, of peace. It's my like five minutes of peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh man which is why i end up like at least at that kind of event i end up drinking more it's mostly because i want the escape of just being at the line and then i realized that it was not an escape and people would find me at this line <laughs> and i was just like oh no i couldn't even do that that's uh one of one of uh a 
few reasons why I wear hats a lot of places because I'm so short that if I'm wearing a baseball hat, I can't see anybody who's standing next to me and they can't see my eyes. So they don't know I'm looking at them. So I don't have to talk to a lot of people. I got to hide my hair. Downside, <laughs> downside is I've worn a hat so much that everybody now recognizes me in, in said hat. So oops. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> so like it backfired completely. But the trials and tribulations still keeps with uh, eye contact. So I don't have to. Which is, that sounds so fucked up. Wait, say that again? What? I, we were talking at the same oh, time. Oh, with eye said, contact, yeah, like with the, eye contact. having the hat. Like, I'm short, so everybody just sees the bill of the hat, not my eyes. And you're just, are you, you're trying to avoid eye contact. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying not to talk to people. Not because I hate, <laughs> I hate the people around me just because I don't want to talk. I don't, you know, I don't have to talk to them to enjoy myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. That sounds really mean. No, it doesn't at all. It just means that the way you are, you like to be by yourself. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you don't like others. It means you prefer to be by yourself. Yeah. So now I got to come up with another solution because everybody recognizes me in the hat now. You can wear a bun. Ooh. I've never seen you with your hair up. Ever? No. Even when I was working in my studio? I wear my hair up when I work in my studio constantly. Oh, crap. You're right. No, now I have a little image of it. It's, it's actually, the imagery is specifically with, like, the smock. Oh, yeah, my <laughs> painting smock. Yeah. It's like yeah. the painting smock, paint all over your jeans. Slippers. And slippers. And my hair And up. your hair up. Yeah. It's only time. That's my, <laughs> my painting grout fit. <laughs> grout fit. Um, my I'm in the house about to edit podcast or do whatever outfit. I have this like old ass fleece from college where these like um, just really comfortable, like still form fitting sweats. And I get made fun of so often because I'll people come through to the attic. Like, why do people make fun of you for wearing sweats? Um, mostly my friends. They're just teasing. But. I wore sweats for Thomas's podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) But you were also so hungover. Yeah. Surprise, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I was very hungover. Um, No, I I would wear this stuff and, like, recognize that even in my own house, I was in public. I was just like, oh, crap, do I change or just let people know that I'm a slob sometimes? Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is so off topic. I know, but also, like, whatever. This is our talk now. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say when I lived at Westminster with Amy, mm-hmm. people were constantly coming through to chill all day, day and night all the time because that Amy never sense. slept. Yeah. So I just got to a point where I was I straight up would like get out of the shower and just wear a robe and hang out with people. I was like, I don't give a fuck. This is my house, <laughs> bitches. Like, I'm going to wear what I want. Makes total sense to me, Jamie. Oh, yeah. I just sometimes feel like I well, can't when be we live together. I'm wearing whatever the fuck I want when being Oh no, over. that's that's fine. I'm also gonna wear whatever. I don't I don't think my behavior is gonna change. There's just gonna be fewer people coming around. Yeah, that'll be nice because we won't be working out of the house. Oh my god, so excited. Oh wait. Ooh. I oh, think yeah, I just remembered the the episode that we were gonna talk about was the separation of home and workspace. Yes! Oh my god. Alright, you guys heard oh. it here because we had forgotten. We Dude. were like at a bar a few like uh, weeks ago. a few weeks, Two ago. weeks ago, yeah, a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about what we would talk about for the next couple of podcast episodes. This was one of them because um, I heard the phrase "clout chaser," and I just which is a negative phrase, which anyway. is negative. Um, not this isn't entirely what this was about, but it was about like hearing about this. 
But then the other one, we could not remember. And we were trying for, for like... For days. Yeah, Going we were through trying our texts. I thought I'd written this. a phone note. It's because I drank all that absinthe. <laughs> that so, guys, an artist talk I gave, they served absinthe um, <laughs> because there was a distillery company that was supporting the or sponsoring the talk. So, the I was drinking absinthe. absinthe. Was the absinthe from the distillery? Yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Actually. Lawrenceville Distilling. I didn't Shout even know, like, so, like, people made absinthe i thought it was like, yeah they made it specifically to not taste so licorice okay. it was actually very tasty which is probably why it got to you yeah which is why we couldn't remember this podcast anyway <laughs> oh we're so God. off topic for like the last five minutes i feel like we've lost people well maybe i don't know do people well, like to listen to us ramble yeah listeners are we funny roger you- <laughs> 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 listeners all some number of you that I don't actually know, but I do love you. Um, yeah, appreciate all of you. <laughs> tell us if when we just start talking, does it like bother you? Does it get under your skin? I feel skin? like it bothers me. It bothers My, you. My like neurotic organized mind is like. Well, at Wah. this point in time, we got asked to do a live podcast recording. So Ooh. like this well, is our own like mini little talk show, right? Oh my god, it is! I didn't even think about it like that. So now it's like we're being... Oh, and I love public speaking. Oh, shit. We're being used for our bodies. I mean, our our voices, our (laughs) personalities, whichever one. I guess all of it, because people are going to be seeing us. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, um, admittedly, we, although we wanted to talk about this on the episode, don't really know how to deal with people who admire you, whose work you don't admire back, um... There is this situation where you mutually admire each other's work, and that's where you like grow together and you get to yeah, benefit from each other. Yeah, you push each other. And you push each other, and sometimes there's even options for like constructive criticism, mm-hmm. and those are the mm-hmm. people that you really do get along with. But then there are folks, and I feel like Instagram's just made this so much easier for people in the world. Because you get oh my god you're that's really where the so on it that's where the like term clout chaser I produce not for Instagram but it's the first <laughs> thing I think about it's just someone that's like hey can you like promote this or like hey like someone who DMs you and just asks for stuff you know yeah oh like, yeah wants things from you and not saying that I wouldn't do the same but like with no built-in rapport with no like preface with nothing just. That's why a lot of people go private, also probably because they're getting harassed. But, mm-hmm. like, just the idea that you can be approached so, so easily on the internet and, like, have someone ask your opinion or, like, require something of you for their work. Um, I get the ask for collabs all the time. God, oh, that was another thing. I get asked for collabs, too, and it's really hard. A, because I don't really do collabs. And B, if somebody's asking me for a collab and I I guess like I don't think our work goes well together, I'm always like, uh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard because I don't want to hurt their feelings and they're asking, you know, out of but respect at the end of it, and just admiration. Like, um yeah. I don't work well with other people. <laughs> I'm I'm a loner, as a apparently I've probably uh, established from my bitchiness of this podcast episode <laughs> um i is wait what were we just talking about you were just summing up uh no collab chaser. work sorry collab work um getting to collaborate with other artists can be a beautiful thing but like also recognize that 
in my life, I work on a lot of things mm-hmm. in general, and so do a lot of artists. And to put in time towards work that neither of you will technically get paid for, but it's just work to, to like elevate each other's work. Um, sometimes I really want to do it, and I actually don't find time. Like, there's me being bad at time management, and that could directly affect my ability to collaborate even with someone who I really want to collaborate with. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. And then there's other things going on. There's the people that I don't want to collaborate with or just, I don't know. I can see the relationship being, I think we talked about this with Marty, Uh but you can see the relationship where we are not, we're like, I'm doing more work than you are. Or like, um, the benefit isn't so mutual and it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if it's like one that's a little bit more than the other. That's not really the point so much as like, it should be for artistic fulfillment in my eyes, like the collab. collab. It should not be because I want to gain status. You know, I don't want to. That's so funny because I feel like the only time I would do a collab (laughs) is to gain status. (laughs) But like I said, I don't really do collabs. So I don't, I just don't think like that. So that would be, the opportunity that I would do a collab for. I think that's weird, or I think it's interesting mostly because we very rarely disagree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just snowball into our own ideas, which is, like, usually the same. I mean, that's just personally how I work. Yeah. Like, I don't... I've... God. But it also makes sense for your medium, because you're a painter, and you spend a lot of time alone painting. Right, As a musician, I spend a lot of time with others. Very different. Working with others. So often. it makes way more sense for a collaboration with, I mean, yeah. Like my I mean, friends back in Alabama were wanting to do a collab <laughs> with you after they saw I, your video. And then I immediately said, I got to see their work. Cause yeah. like, it, I mean, I just, I have, don't get, don't worry guys. Like I've made no decisions. Yet, so <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened. I haven't looked at anything. I just haven't done that yet. Yeah. They probably haven't even contacted you yet. So. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. No. And I have like 15 email addresses <laughs> that I check every day. So. Yeah, I think they'd hit you up on Instagram. So, okay. um, yeah, that's just not how I personally work. But then again, there are tons of artists who do collabs. Yeah. All the time. People who do collabs that are really cool and like yeah. are really great. Yeah, I like, get excited about artist collaborations. Oh, yeah, me too. And maybe like a little jealous just because I, <laughs> I just haven't been able to access that uh, productively. Well, maybe at some point you'll find that like me like a person that you just want to work with because it feels artistically fulfilling right it just feels right yeah i haven't i haven't had that like i have a feeling that most of the people i would collaborate with are people with like less followers than me oh my god wait this is so this is crazy i did do a collab like two years ago with a furniture company oh yeah and oh man i didn't really super care about the collab the furniture was freaking gorgeous and i got to keep the chair for a week or for for no like a month however long it took me to paint the painting and it's beautiful chair um but like i didn't really care about what i painted for them wow um it was like a painting that was supposed to be based on this chair uh and i did it for the status and the publication so here we are my selfish ass (laughs) God. Oh yeah, they did an interview with me too. There's a golden, golden line. One of my favorite interview answers I've ever given. All right, <laughs> the tell question. Us, tell us. The question was, uh, it was like, um, oh, what is a quote that most, or what is a quote that you live by 
that inspires you the most or something, something along those lines. And my answer is just be the shark. Where's that from? I don't know. Oh, that's just you. That's just my personal. I I actually, I had one person in college compare me to a shark once and I kind of loved it. So I just gone with it. I mean, you're a deep hustler, Jamie. The shark. (laughs) Um, But also kind of like reminisce. My second favorite quote is a Lady Macbeth quote. Um, Look like the innocent flower, but be the serpent underneath it. That's actually really similar. Oh, yeah. It's very similar. The shark is just like very similar and cooler. Yeah. Sorry. Lady Macbeth is is fine. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So uh, collapse. Yeah. Um, All right. But apparently I'm an asshole. So I don't think you're an asshole. You just approach it differently, Jamie. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. know. You're like the collaborative work that you want to do. Like sometimes I'm. I, I I don't think there's anything wrong personally with someone who wants to work with someone because they want to look better. But there's also got to be a moment of it that should be about the art, not just the yeah. status. Yeah. You know. But at the same time, like, I'm waiting on that. It'll. Come I, I think day. it's. I think for you, it just hasn't been like it just hasn't happened. It mm-hmm. just hasn't popped up. But you would still get DM'd about working with other folks. Oh yeah, I get asked in person sometimes oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want to just cap this one off? Yeah. Um, let us know what you think about these topics. And if you have any tips on how to navigate somebody that you want to essentially support, but you don't like their work. And uh, yeah. yeah. Lots of like, nuanced ground. And please don't take away that I'm a terrible person. Yeah. Like same thing here. I know we're, this is very reflective for us of like, how we're dealing with this behavior and how that perception may like be or what that perception is and what that means and like how much should I care Mm -hmm. and and things like that, you know, but at the end of the day, these are real things that we're thinking about. It's part of the hustle, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So you have the email address. Yep. W D Y D a podcast at gmail.com. Send us emails about anything. Uh, listen to this wherever you listen to podcasts. I want to know what Spotify. you usually have for lunch. Ooh, that's great. Okay, yeah, uh, let's do it. I felt like that was funnier than it was. <laughs> yeah, I tried to respond. Oh, uh, Jamie, uh, thank sorry, you so I'm much. Sorry. No, <laughs> Did you, you hear my basic compliment? Yeah. That's great. That's fun. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> Six set. Um. Oh no. Okay. All right, okay. Let's get through this. Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, I think. Um, yeah. uh, there's Last FM and Spotify and Buzzsprout. Did I say Spotify already? Yes. Okay, so you get Spotify. Yeah. Also, twice. follow us on Instagram at What Do You Do Again. We love new followers mm-hmm. and we post some fun content. So. Same thing on Facebook. What Do You Do Again? We also we have groups that are unused. So if you want to chat about stuff we talk about. Um, if you spark a conversation, um, I'm watching. I'll talk to Jamie about it. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely. Our Instagram's popping, thanks to Jamie. Whoop, whoop. It could be better popping. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And we're excited to do this live podcast. Yeah, I've got I can't a show wait. June 1st uh, with Starship Mantis. It is my album release. 
six drag and i'll be posting about it on the instagram so you'll see it oh nice Uh, all the platforms but if you are interested in music that will literally melt your face off for that night oh my god it's so good guys I'm not, I can't I'm not specifically talking about me. I think, the but also is Starship right. Mantis yeah. is going to be incredible. Exactly. Uh, it's at Mr. Small's real awesome venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So lastly, rate review and subscribe. I just hit the mic as I said uh, that because I was so like, you're wow. so passionate about it. Subscribe guys. This is, we're like number four, 1400 in the arts podcast on iTunes and like yeah, number but ranked. I, yeah. Okay. That's true. <laughs> I just like thought about it for a while because I saw the 1400 is better than literally dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Okay. That's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, help us out. Get us uh, to pop up a little bit higher. Um, And I've been loving a couple of these reviews that we've been getting. It feels really heartfelt and really warm. And so supportive. Yeah. You guys are amazing. And you are like, you see the struggle with us and I'm just glad that me and Jamie and anyone else that we bring in talking about it either helps out or just makes you feel like you're part of a connected community. Yeah. So thank you guys. And we will hit you next with this live show. It should be fun. Oh, that was weird. That was like, (laughs) it just reminded me of it's always sunny in Philadelphia when G's like, uh, they make all the bird jokes. (laughs) Don't know why that was the first thing that came to mind. Actually, I know exactly what episode you're talking about. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Oh, 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 oh,